Previously on the Mortal Path. Oh, uh, Findex. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lizard people are fake here. Oh shit, yeah, that's a good point. You ain't gonna see anyone else like you. Use this mask thing I have. Just think about someone who looks all fleshy, like, like that. To me, you look infected, slowly overtaken, but not yet lost. Is this to do with the violet drop from Tembran? Yes. How do I get it out of me? That's a very good question, and not one that I immediately know the answer to, I'm afraid. Yeah, but it's hurting my friends. So, how long will it take you to find out? from your wild night on the town and out of the town and in the burning lodge that you left in the middle of the forest and uh, you are back at the cat's the laughing cat can I just say though you can tell that we're playing a fantasy game because the three of us went somewhere (laughs) (laughs) you did you went on a whole excursion and like you, you met people. Yeah. And you did things, and now you're back, and it's it's been lovely. This is gonna be in in a future history textbook as a secondary source about the COVID era. <laughs> yes, we will be the media that survives. That's it. It'll be us. Everything else will go. But the mortal <laughs> the last wow. remaining media. <laughs> They'll be picking together. The to aliens make- are like. Unfortunately, all media was lost except for all 69 episodes of this this thing that's known as a podcast. Now, I don't know what a pod is or a cast, but we've got this. I really, I hope the edited out survive as well. And I hope that they focus on those first because they're the shortest and that they get put away for another hundred years because it didn't make any sense. Brilliant. So It's like the Rosetta the Stone. <laughs> It's exactly like the Rosetta Stone. It's just like it. Yeah. Yeah. Translating between English and bullshit. (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And now I'd like to get back to the English and away from the bullshit. So, you have come back to the Laughing Cat. Uh, You have had a lovely and tiring day out. Nat and Nerium have retired to bed, whereas Taro has been uh, borrowed by Findex, who in Pellet's room, which is very much full of, like, soft draped furnishings and tassels and very all kinds much of kind interesting of like... harnesses well <laughs> but all very tastefully kind of like you know arranged so you wouldn't necessarily know that's what it was going in unless you were experienced in how this room was usually used. i bet findex is fucking delighted there is an indoor swing <laughs> I think, well i think <laughs> i don't think he's discovered it i think there's just like what he thinks is a weird banner across like the top wall or something don't and touch he's like, anything gonna... don't touch anything <laughs> so uh, but he has turned to you uh, Taro and is kind of pawing at his Captain Mayhem knockoff face and is going I can't it doesn't come off there's nothing there's no I used to I could take it off it like there was a seam 
here behind like the ear and I could I got my fingers there and I and it would like a mask and boop I'd be back and and now now it's gone I think I forgot to take it off last night I was really tired ah that's uh well it's not ideal is it <laughs> no uh well you know I'm not best equipped with these sort of things uh being as it's magic and all we can ask Nat. Maybe Nat knows. Let's let's get let's get Nat. Let's ask Nat. Nat might know about magic stuff. Nat will. Nat Nat knows everything. Nat's great. Are you okay? Well, it's a bit concerning, isn't it? I've had a concerning. It's a sort of concerning. It's all a bit concerning. Is the thing. Have, do you need to sit down? No, no. I'm all right. Let's go find Nat. Let's do it. Oh. An adventure. An adventure. Okay. To find Nat in this building where we are. And always will be. Well, she, or sometimes have been. Findex kind of like leans in and like he gives you a look which is very much like, have you been drinking? What's <laughs> going on? But he like pulls back a bit and he goes, wait, where did you, where have you been? You, you look frazzled. Yes. Do you want to talk about it? I would say, Findex, that it defies explanation. <laughs> okay. Well, um, if you do find words for it and you do want to talk about it then you know you can always you know come and talk to me about whatever it is happened i i appreciate that Findex, but right now we have more well is there anything pressing yes things are pressing yes we have more pressing things to attend to such as your face situation <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, um, it's worrying because I'm very afraid that I have broken your lovely present. Oh, I don't care about that. Maybe oh, Nat I'm very bored of that. Don't worry about it. I, I lost interest about half an hour after getting it. Let's let's go see Nat. <laughs> he doesn't look too surprised at that. And he, he nods and he goes, Shall I, do you want to maybe sit down and I'll go get her and bring her here? No, I, I know where Nat is. Okay, after, after you. And he opens the door for you. I want to go find Nat. Where's Nat? <laughs> Nat's in the bedroom. Like Nat and Nerium are getting ready to to sleep. Nat, there's a magic emergency. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Uh, yes. What's a magic emergency? What, what do you mean? There's no seam. That seamless. Well, that explains everything. What's this about seams? What what seams? Gesture wildly at Findex. Oh, Findex. Hello, good, good. Hello, good evening. Um, sorry, I, I, um, this is really embarrassing. I've got my face stuck in the mask. I can't get, I can't find the, I can't get it off. There's oh. no seam at the back anymore. Oh, no. Uh, uh, tell you, you just, you just sit down there and, uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take a look. Shoot a worried look at Narium. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Findex. We can sort it. Possibly not immediately, but we will get something arranged. Unless, I mean, just to be clear, unless you're fine staying like this. It's, um, I, I mean, when I look at myself in the mirror, I, I see the face of somebody who used to terrify me for many, 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 many years. So it's that a bit... That could be empowering. <laughs> you, can, you can own that. 
it's more confusing because sometimes I have to change my clothes and it's very, I, it, it, there's a lot of mirrors in that room as well. I don't know why the previous, there was so, there are. everything actually is a mirror. It's very weird. It's on the ceilings? Why yeah. would you have mirrors on yeah. them? Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Oh, I'll tell you when you're old, Findex. Um, so you definitely do want to be able to go back to looking... Of, of, of course, of course, of course, Findex wants the choice. Uh, now, Findex, when yeah, you're no, wearing that hat, you know, the, the sticky one... Oh, that's a good point. He, like, touches at the back of his head and he's like, Oh, I think so. Because it just stays there, so I never bothered to take it off. Because it just would... Can you take it off now? No, it's only hair. And he, like, pulls the blonde ponytail a bit to to show you. So, wait. Were you wearing the hat? And then you use the mask. And the mask has your appearance without a hat, so you don't have the hat on. Yes, because also... Yeah, it's been, like, absorbed... I think, well, because also technically I was wearing my, my clothes, you know, my, well, I mean, my, you know, bits of leather, which I'd burned all the um, marks of the queen, or the ex-queen off because, you know, it's comforting to have the things that you, yeah, anyway, but I took them off when I was going to bed and stuff and, and they're in, they're under, there's like a lot of boxes under the bed. I haven't gone in any of them because they're not mine, but I just put them under there. Um, but I, the hat, it, it's like on the, it was always on the back of my head, so I would, I forgot it was there, and it never came off when I was sleeping. Hmm. So I think I'm technically only wearing a hat and a mask, which is weird now that I think about it a bit. Maybe. Plus, the hat is like inside. I yeah. I'm yeah. That's really weird. Your part hat. So hang on, you can. I mean, don't disrobe now, but you can take clothes on and off. But I can take these mayhem ones off. Wait, so. Right, okay. Taro, could you you fetch a robe? Or a towel? Let me search the this... The, yeah, okay. Oh, I can sort you out with a robe. Thank you, you know where things are, and I don't know where things yeah. are. I nip to Pelletrum and I bring back a beautiful emerald green silk robe that has gold-embroidered dragons up it. Holy... Gorgeous. Crumbled. Um, it's a little bit tight. Well, I think actually probably Mayhem was a bit smaller than Peleth, because I'm imagining Peleth is like quite... Quite tall and broad. Um, And Mayhem was deliberately relatively, like, scrawny-esque. That's true. It'd be... Yeah, no, for Mayhem, it would probably be a reasonable size. Findex, like, looks over to Nat and he goes, Is Taro okay? What happened? Where have you been? Um, I think Taro needs a bit of rest. We had a... We had a bit of an escapade. An adventure? Yes. There were some other magic users. Oh, no. And they tried to kidnap us, but... We prevailed. Oh no! They did not succeed, did they... and everything's well, fine. Did they hurt him? No, I don't think so. Okay, that's good. There was just a bit of a bit of loose magic in the air, and you know, Taro is is a very sensitive soul in some ways, and it just it just did a bit of a number on him. But I'm sure that after a long night's rest and some good food in the morning, he'll be right as rain. Okay, <laughs> that was a real convinced-looking face. I wish, I wish that with that face was streamed because that was a beautiful bit of face acting from Gary. There, that was beautiful face acting. That went or from acting, like... as it's sometimes known. <laughs> okay, all right. Aww. 
<laughs> well, it was wonderful voice acting with an added yeah. voice acting at the yeah. end. Um, <laughs> Findex kind of looks at you and you can see so much that Findex like so trusts you and so believes you, but there's also that level of just like genuine worry um, for, for Taro. Uh, and you come back with this robe and, and Findex kind of like puts it on and he like, Mayhem was wearing kind of like, I can't remember, but like there was definitely some fishnet because it was based off Deidara from Naruto. So there's, he, he like, he's, he starts I just taking, assumed it was Deidara from Naruto. Um, but he starts to like take the pieces of clothing off. And what is kind of weird is that they have this this odd kind of like magical feel to them that you you can feel the magic around Vindex that's this like like a cloak over him, like the mask. And then as he takes these pieces of clothing off, they have that same magic, but in a way that is like almost seeming to disintegrate. So is it like the magic from the item is evaporating as it comes off him? Yes. And more so than that, it's like you have the feeling that the item itself will in time disappear. Hmm. So the item is like made entirely of magic. And if like Findex doesn't wear it or put it back on the magic for long enough, it will disappear. But you get the feeling that Findex just like dresses again in the morning and, Hmm. you know, it's fine. So he hasn't noticed. He also has no concept really of magic. So, but he takes him off and he's in the robe. It's a little pile of mayhem clothes so potentially we just need to give it the magical batteries a bit of a boost uh you sure because the, the problem is the, the mask is stuck on right yeah don't want to frizzle him exactly don't frizzle me we're I not gonna get up early for all kinds of reasons and that is the least of them we're not gonna frizzle you i might be able to stop the magic of the mask working I don't know if it'd be temporary or permanent, though. Nat, can I have a quick word with you? Oh, yeah, sure, Neri. Hang on, have I filled you in about the whole thing with the purple ooze? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you have. The poos, for sure. I probably, no, I no, probably, no, to be fair, no, I probably no. mentioned the poos on the way no. home. The bruised poos. No, <laughs> the poos. please, no. The caustic poos. Oh, God. Uh, we, we walked a long way back. I yes. imagine I filled yeah, you in yeah. at some point. Yeah, so that's basically like raw magic power. Yeah. And I wonder if that can be utilised in any way. Can you control it? Um. Well, apparently it has given me certain abilities which I sort of discovered that I could do. Hmm. And some of them are to do with... Not appearance. Well, no, some of them are to do with appearance and some of them are to do with illusion. Interesting. Do you think you could, like, use this magic to not not change anything, but just, like, examine the mask and what's happening to Findex and just sort hmm. of figure out what's going on? Maybe, like, sense what's happening. I wonder if that would be something that would be more Taro's ballpark. Like, separating the individual from the magic imposed on them seems like more of a... Huh? I mean, Taro can cut things in some fairly fine slices now, can't he? No, I don't do magic. No, no, I don't mean magic. I mean your whole, like, um, terrifying soul manipulation thing. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. No? Yeah, but, like, you got your nice pussycat who can, like... 
No, Rupert, Rupert is going back. You've reminded me. Rupert is going back in the briefcase right now. <laughs> you have no idea about this briefcase that Taro suddenly reaches for under the bed. What the f- What? What? How long is what, that what been is there? briefcase? Uh, kind of small case? Huh? Do you just keep knickers in it? No, it's empty, I think. Well, why is it yeah, a briefcase? Is it empty? It's got your scythe in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, i got to take my scythe out. No, I'll leave the scythe in. But, ugh. I've got to put Rupert in there. I can't believe I left my scythe in here. How bad. I'm taking the scythe out. Put the put the put, put Rupert back in. Rupert needs to go in there. Okay. Um, bad and naughty you... knives get the briefcase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you take the scythe it's out. The naughty case. Uh-huh. No problem. You put Rupert in. No problem. What do you do after? You close the lid of the suitcase? And... Yep. yep. Close the thing. Put it back under the bed? Uh-huh. Yep. There's a little weight at your side. Uh-huh. And Rupert is back oh. where <laughs> where you had it. Cats are like that, you know. Rupert, <laughs> I thought you could just go back in the... Why won't you just go back in the Pokeball, Rupert? <laughs> <laughs> That's a mess. There's no answer from the knife. There's, it just you can feel that it's magic. You but it, unless you uh, unless you take some time and you know from previous like communications with Rupert that you would have to put some time and effort into communicating, which you could do. But there's no immediate answer from the knife. I'm very tired. <laughs> I mean, me and all actually. I was just gonna put Rupert to bed in the box and never take Rupert back out again. Then I was gonna go to sleep, and it would all be fine. Okay. Uh... Neri, I, th- I think this falls to us then. I- I'm quite tired as well. Yeah, yeah, no, fine. Yeah, okay. Let's just let's just investigate. Um, let me just. I'm gonna start like looking through my book of shadows, trying mm. to like make some meaning out of the swirls. Okay, I think you're gonna need to roll me something because are you kind of trying to communicate for an answer? So, is like do a a, a duo magic thing with Neri. Mm, yeah, very cool. And so, I said, Neri, if if you sit down there, Findex, um, you just you just close your eyes, and be calm. Okay. Oh, Can oh, I close okay. my eyes? Uh, sure. Let me just um h- hold out your hands. And so, I'm imagining Neri and Nat um on either side of Findex. No, oh, Neri, wake up. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And like with uh, holding each other's hands uh, around him, and then Nat's kind of got this um, book of swirling smoke of various colours open on her lap, and she's like glancing down at it, and she tries to guide the magic from Nerium's Ooh. purple thing. Ah, <laughs> an eighteen. L- love it when I nice. the magic from Nenorim's purple oh. thing. Excellent. Well, lovely, great. So, so were you? What were you rolling there? Books or guile? Or uh, I think books. I think books. Books. Books make sense. Um, and does there's a extra little? Do I know you it's want, a success. Do you need me to roll as well if I'm involved? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it probably does. I'm going to say that I'm not using books. I'm going to say I'm using guile because apart from anything else. Mm-hmm. I am knackered, so it's taking it out of whatever subconscious <laughs> bit of me. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, ten. Ten is a mixed success. Yeah. I think that means it doesn't do anything to the roll. Yeah. Sounds right to me. Yeah, me. Yes, that is how it works. 
Excellent. Excellent. We've yeah. consulted the chart. Yeah. We've and, consulted uh, our rules. Uh, and we did it. That's our thing. <laughs> Good job. She we know how to say our shit. Game. I've consulted the chart. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. I love that. Um, so, you. Anarium is kind of like half falling asleep and so there's definitely a sense that that rather than Narium being an active participant Narium is being a little bit of like a generator she's being like a little bit yeah. of fuel and actually you are very much reminded mm-hmm. for a second off that showing the in the cave yeah um, mm-hmm. and you are kind of drawing on Narium's magic rather than Narium being an <laughs> active helpful participant here um, mostly because after a few seconds you feel her slump and like her head hits Findex's back <laughs> and she starts like snoring very a bit very cute snoring though it's very cute and Findex like just kind of like little pussycat snores where they kind of whiffle oh very nice um, and Findex just says quietly this is very comforting actually this is nice Okay, so you're you're using your books, some of Nerium's magic, to find out basically what's happened. Why has the mask got stuck here? Yes, so I'm using okay. like Nerium's magic to kind of just gently. I keep. I'm not using the word probe. To. <laughs> you can gently probe. examine the mm-hmm. um, mask yep. body interface. Okay, cool. So I think what happens is because you're kind of like reading your your book as you're doing this, you're looking for guidance from from that as well. What you actually start seeing is is images, almost like a flip book, you know, like where you you flip the pages quickly and the little picture moves, like yeah. a gif, but like not quite. Um, <laughs> ancient gifts, yeah, from the before times, <laughs> the ancient gif. Yeah, well, it's like a flip book. Um, and you actually see... Imagine if you went back to, like, the 1800s and you were like, check this shit out, and you showed them a gif. They'd be like, what the that's, fuck, that's, mate? That's one hell of a flip yeah, Well, that's true. Unless it was the late 1800s, in which case they already had, had they kind had of done tropes. that. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have gifs. No, well, anyway. Um, so, what you see is a scene that starts playing out of Atanas Manor, and you get this image of of kaishu of axon actually and you see again things that you have kind of seen before which is axon playing with uh the children of atonus manor before he was uh locked before away before he in turned them the mirror. into all dead well he was first locked in the mirror and then when he got out of the mirror then he did that then he turned um, so this is, nasty um so <laughs> but, but pre that you see him kind of like making the mask and you see him kind of like making the hat and doing these fun tricks with his magic that and you kind of knew the mask came from him and that most of like the items in that house were kind of oh i thought like dexa made them Mm. i just assumed there were magic things in a house because that's how he made made them for the kids didn't he i remember this actually being part of the thing it was mentioned he made the mask yeah Damn, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Sick. Yeah, so it was like, you know, and he's using it to, like, amuse the kids and, like, you know, he's doing yes. somersaults and cartwheels oh, yeah. with the hat stuck to his head and, like, all of these items you're now seeing that actually that magic is the same almost kind of corrosive, acidic, um, radioactive type magic that Nerium has. And what you do kind of see after this little scene plays out and you kind of look back at Findex and you start kind of seeing almost like like a kind of Photoshop filter, the overlays of, of magic. And you see that like where the mask and the hat have actually like been really close, they have like <gasps> mm-hmm. magically congealed into this one now what almost to you kind of resembles a helmet that is stuck on Findex's face. But whereas before he used to be able to take off the hat himself and it just wouldn't come off if it wasn't him taking it off, 
that magic is is volatile and it's not like the stable magic that comes from from your gods or from some of the other magic that Taronarium do that's much more like doesn't decay mm-hmm. as quickly or go as or mutate as quickly this one has changed yeah. and this is now kind of like stuck to Findex's head and actually what you kind of see looks almost kind of almost like in a body horror way something that is like growing almost with veins of magic that's like going down oh, like yeah like a face hugger type thing but Ew. of like magic that's going down over his shoulders and and seems to be kind of almost creeping further across him but he's got no idea oh okay turns out if you wear weird corrupted magic items from magical weird corrupted cities you might get a little yeah, bit weirdly magically try corrupted. ingesting them mm-hmm. i will like slowly like uh, end the spell um let go of Harry's hands i am that that's gonna take some stamina because i've used a lot of magic today so I'm just fair enough very good mark that now you choose out um <laughs> and i'm gonna say um Okay, uh, I, I think I found the problem, Findex. Um, I'll just need to do a, a little bit of reading uh, to figure out how to fix it, and then we'll have the two off you. Um, but are, are you okay for for tonight? And then tomorrow, I'll I'll see what I can do. Yes, that's that's fine. Do you think can you get it off without breaking it? I'm really worried. Taro says that he doesn't mind, but it feels so ungrateful to break a gift you know, so soon after using it. I, I will I will do my best. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I will try and figure that out for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be okay. I'm sort of ushering out of the room. You have you have a good <laughs> night's sleep. <laughs> Bye. And okay. Tomorrow, good night. And- we will we will fix this. Okay, I'll make a good breakfast for you tomorrow. Sleep well. Oh, good night. That would be wonderful. The door closes. Ah, oh, fuck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nat immediately turns around, back to the door. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Fine, I'm asleep. Uh, uh, oh. That tap. Oh. It's ta- it's- I'm summoning my Z's over here. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Nat, if you can squeeze up small enough, you can sleep on the bed, because I think I fell asleep on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll... I'll tell you tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Hey, it's me. It's your boy, Gary. I can't rap, so I'm going to stop. I hope you're all doing well today. Thank you so much for listening to our show. I hope it's bringing you a bit of light, a bit of joy in these uncertain times. Podcasts have helped me through some shit, and I hope this can help someone else through theirs. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. It's a weird one, but like like Yubi says, it's wild, it's going to get wilder. That's That's how it be. That's how it be. If you have the time and inclination, please review us on whatever service. iTunes is, of course, the big one, but anything else you would like to review us on would be great. Helps us spread the word. You can also talk about us on Twitter or Tumblr or in real life over a telephonetic conversation or in a fucking Zoom meeting. Just be like, hey, do you want to hear about the the show where they have a character called Ludicrous Bulge and it's not horny at all? I'm sure like everyone in your workplace will love that. So just, yeah, just do that.
Thank you, Rachel Graff, for the fantastic music provided, both in our intros and elsewhere throughout the show. This week, I'd also like to plug our affiliate dndice.co.uk. They have a mind-boggling array of different dice that you can choose from. Give them a look, and if you decide to uh, buy dice from there, use promo code MORTALDICE, and you'll get 10% off. That's MORTALDICE for 10% off. Free shipping in the UK. I believe it's flat shipping anywhere else in the world. We have a Discord. Come join it if you like. And, yeah, stay hopeful. Goodbye! So, uh, we will say for the interests of plot and story, since we've done many talks with gods and things, that you have a peaceful night's rest. It's morning. The three of you wake up relatively bright. Well, you're all very tired, so probably not as bright and early as you would have liked. But you all regain some stamina from a... Well, you get a little bit of stamina just from sleeping. Nat gets a little bit more because she had a good bed. Um, The other two of you are on the floor. So, what does that... Gary, read us the tome. A good lay. So <laughs> okay, what? had a good lay. Yeah, it's all, yeah. Hmm. That's so good that's sleep. what that means. <laughs> that's what that means. Huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, you recover up to twelve stamina after a full rest that includes a hot meal, sleep in a bed, and uninterrupted. So okay, so we've ha- we've had a rest, so we all get three back. Okay, and then. For those of us who slept in a bed, we get another three back. It's just you. The other two are on the floor. I mean, you're on like beds on the floor, but they are on the floor. But it was uninterrupted, so we also all get. Yeah, you but you sleep on the floor. I do, but I'm. But nobody likes this about me. Yeah, but are you pulling like zero stamina nights? No, I fucking love sleeping on the floor. So Actually, I like sleeping on the floor. Much better for your back. When I, when I was doing this, I was more thinking of like, if you are out in the like. Woodland. Yeah, if it's with, raining and you're in the woods. It's like a, a gnarled piece of root sticking in your back kind of thing. So I, I think the two of you, you are on you are technically on the floor, but like you're on relatively like It's a warm up. insulated building. Are they are they futons from the yeah, exactly. uh, R settings equivalent of Japan? Well the thing is we have been sleeping there for a while, so we would have set up some kind of floor padding. Is that a yeah, cardboard exactly. situation? <laughs> no, it's definitely more of a futon than a cardboard situation, don't worry. Yeah, so you can all get an extra three back for that for sure, but you didn't have a hot night. Uh hot hot <laughs> <laughs> we That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You, you, didn't you, have get, a 12, hot you get you get six stamina back if you have a hot night in a good way. <laughs> yeah. uh, Incredible. That's our kind I'll of. I tell podcast. you what, we might not need a healthy uh, breakfast after that, but I'm yeah. gonna kind of be in the mood well, for it. Exactly. Uh, eat out to help out, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the three of you feeling much more uh, rested and put together, head downstairs. No, you don't. What's up? Can I just um, establish? So we get. Three back for having slept, and three back for having slept somewhere safe. And three back for uninterrupted. Okay, so... Yeah. And three back for uninterrupted. So we've regained nine stamina at this point. Yep. Again, this is... I just jotted down like a month or two ago in like ten minutes. So you can feel free to adjust this however they like. Yeah, you can nerf it later. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. What about my harms? Well, I just... I think that when it comes to like... If you take physical hurts, maybe those should impl- like those should do a bit more 
to negate stamina recovery type thing. Um, but I That's think the only person who actually got hit was Nat one time and Taro got punched by a ghost. But you got kind of soul punched, so... I got confused and disjointed is what I got. Yeah. Um, we don't... We'll say... We'll, we'll say for now that there's not going to be a... Uh, mechanical impact on that but feel free to keep it in the story for now and we'll work out mechanical impacts later because we're still working on our rules what you could do is after one night's rest you remove a level one harm yeah and then after another rest if you haven't taken any more harm you remove a level two harm Mm -hmm. yeah i like that do we downgrade Mm -hmm. our level two to a level one or does it just stay Uh, i think it downgrades you get better yeah Slowly, day by day. That makes sense to me. Okay. So my confused is off. I'm no longer confused. But what does my disjointed downgrade to? What happens if you get better from being disjointed? Maybe you're just a bit woozy. A bit woozy. Okay, that sounds good. Woozy. <laughs> I like that. Still a little bit woozy. Um, now, I think you only took a level one type harm, right? She got I you. Did. She did. Yeah, I got, got the soul smash. Yeah, but you're... Okay, don't start that again. It was a... Graveyard smash! I've edited out like five of those from the episode already, <laughs> so... I forgot about that. That oh. really was in my... Uh, God. I've really okay. made a connection to Monster so Munch. Good. What is that from? <laughs> Monster Mash. <laughs> Monster Mash. Is it from a TV show? I have Adam's no idea. Family. It's Maybe, from, I don't um, know. The, the the musical thing, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's not from that. Is it not? No. Yeah. Oh. No, it's not from that. That's the time warp. No, it was. Um, I think it might be Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. I don't think the Monster Mash is Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. No, it's Barry somebody. Bobby Pickett. Bobby, that's it. Bobby Pick, that's it. Because I used to have it on my iPod. So. Scotty Pippen. No. So the three of you from the Chicago. Can Bulls. we have one episode today, please? Please, can I have one episode today? So Let's go for two. Let's not even try. So, the three of you head downstairs. There is the very lovely smells of a good breakfast being cooked by Findex, who still looks like Captain Mayhem, um, who is now kind of... I think pro- I like, took the clothes like with him um, when he when he left. He didn't just leave them in your room. Um, but <laughs> these these but magical could... disintegrating rags in our room. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what you can sense, the three of you as you come in, is that those rags are actually like kind of not necessarily like mending themselves, but like gluing themselves back on in that ah, same fuck. kind of like oh, crap. almost like veiny way that the mask was on. They're kind of reattaching. Oh, he has crap. no idea. He's just merrily making craps. As you do. Finger. Okay. How many orders have you got at the moment? How long before you can take a break? Oh, it's just you three in this morning. Cool, brilliant. Um, but if you bring us up a, a big meal to the old um, secret quiet corner, and uh, oh, the crime corner. Yeah, okay. yeah, the crime. Yeah. Well, let's just call it the quiet corner. I like that more. It makes me feel less anxious. Oh no, it's the crime corner. Everyone calls it that, you know. We should get some like cool posters so people know this is our corner. Can you claim a corner? I think other people use it too. You're not here all the time. I think it's much cooler if it's just ours and people have to just know. <laughs> there should be like a velvet rope or something. Okay, but I okay. Oh, I, I've got one of them upstairs. You can maybe <laughs> okay. you can talk to actually. There's a lot in my room too, but you can talk to Jara about that because I think they they're more in charge of oh, that. velvet in this building. Yeah, it's a very expensive material, oh. but there's a fair amount of it in there. It's very weird. Anyway, um. I'll bring it through to you. Do you, do you want any requests? 
Oh, oh 50 foot soft rope. Uh, for breakfast? What, whatever's fastest and easiest for you, Findex, that's fine. Oh, okay. All right. I'll be out in a moment. I got, I got my inside jokes mixed up. I'm sorry. That wasn't this group. <laughs> we'll forgive you. Don't worry. <laughs> Whichever group it was, if any of them listen, I'm sure Brilliant. they'll love it. Findex, uh, so, <laughs> you go to sit in your corner. Findex comes out a couple of minutes later with a big tray, pots of tea, some coffee, a uh, mix of toasts, some crepes, some dried meats, a very nice continental type oh, breakfast. Lovely. Sets it down lovely. and says, "Do you want? Should I be sitting as as well? Did you want to?" Uh, okay. No, no, no. It, no. It's all right. Okay, he stands um, up again. We're, I just need to chat with um, Neri about some some boring magic stuff, and then okay. I'll, 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 I'll call you over. Okay. Okay. I'll. I'll. You can just call me. Okay. Goodbye. Enjoy. And he goes back into the See kitchen. Ya. Okay. So this is what I found last night. The the galat and the mask are made of like corrosive magic, probably from Axon. Uh they've caught. Was it purple? Uh it did have a a, a purple haze to it. Mm. Um. Oh, the poos. <laughs> the poos. The goop. <laughs> and they seem to have sort of. <laughs> Interacted with each other and their effects have combined. So now the, the the hat, which you can't take off, has fused with the mask, and Findex can't take that off either. So, so it's fused bruise. You've lost me, Narium. It's too early for that. It's too early for fused bruise. <laughs> well, the thing which came to mind was doing a kind of surgery where we uh, we use some of your gem magic and as a kind of scalpel if you will and kind of sever the connection between the two uh, with the hope that with that connection severed with the, with the fuse being rendered rendered rent. rent then now I like that idea however because I would love to be able to help my concern is, when Taro got too close to the prose that uh, in which I am now apparently permanently encased. Just to check, are we actually calling it that? I don't think we are, Nat. I don't think we I are mean, calling it that. Goodest word is anything. Let's come up with a better name. What are we calling it if we're not calling Up it the prose? Up until now, Yubi could have edited it out. But <laughs> you're speaking in such a way that it can't be anymore. Yeah, no, I think it's okay. called Prues now. Okay. Purpleoos. Prues. Okay, I mean, it could be called something worse, so I guess that's okay. Yeah, it's going to be someone's Discord name. <laughs> know that we have restraint <laughs> and that we, we we have the power to ruin everything and we choose to almost, but mostly ruin we, everything, yeah, but not exactly. this, this corrosive aura, this, yeah. this purple taint. Exactly, we didn't call it corrosive lilac no. demon spunk. That was it's not fun. what it was, but continue, please. From the semen no. demon. <laughs> continue, please. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you can't say semen demon on this no, podcast. That's where the line has been drawn. It's not you allowed. Certainly that is not family not. friendly. How dare you? <laughs> so anyway, the prose, which is not a nice word, but it could be worse. It could be worse. When Taro came into contact with the prose in question it actually infected him quite a lot harder 
Um, and it was Taro and specifically Rupert um, who were able to sever said prose. Right. So whilst I am quite happy to try and, you know, see if I can do some peeling of tentacle things, just like old days really, um, <laughs> at the same time, I might not be the best candidate for the job. I feel like this is different. Phoenix hasn't done any soul crossing. So I think Phoenix has only ever been on this layer. Let's go with layer. So I think Phoenix might be okay from that perspective. Well, I'm perfectly willing to give it a go. So if you guys keep a very close eye on it. I would not trust Rupert around anybody's soul. Oh, really? Rupert's been very misbehaved. <laughs> he can hear you, you know. He's right there. Well, he's a very naughty <laughs> boy. When you say... <laughs> <laughs> when he learns to... not eat souls, we can have this conversation again. You're going to have to put a bell round his neck. Yeah. I eat souls. Did you tell us this last yeah, episode? Yeah, I think Rupert had a few, you know, nibbles of my soul. Oh. Oh, what, bit. Really? Yeah, I probably should explain that, but yeah. I thought he was just cutting you free, but he actually... Can you stop him? What? Nibbling your soul? I mean, I think I have to, you know, set him up for it. Okay. So it was a... I don't think he could just, it, it, you know, get you. It was a consensual level. <laughs> oh, right, level. okay. Oh, well, it, mm, yeah, no, that did... Mm, yeah, no, don't use him then. Sorry, Rupert. Well, like you say, he's a very naughty boy. I mean, kind of. I mean, you... you sort of asked for it it's really your fault what what, what? Uh, okay well it makes sense right rupert is a is a knife right the primary director of a knife is not to eat things is rupert a knife but he's also or a is... cat and cats do a lot of eating things i didn't know he was a cat well you said he was a big furry tabaxi yeah but i didn't know that until afters oh. is is rupert a tabaxi trapped in a knife or a knife with a... Oh, I don't know about trap. I, I think he's both now, isn't he? It's a bit conceptual. It's a knife suit. Yeah, think that, that didn't quite land works. that, sorry. <laughs> um, it's, I think it's a bit like when you go into, like, whatever level Tarot is currently on, which I can't even begin to imagine. No, I explained this to you very well, apparently. He, he <laughs> looks like he's got six horns. So he's that... And he's also our tarot at the same time. So Rupert fucks, presumably. <laughs> These are words that I am saying out of my mouth Rupert right fucks. now. Rupert yeah. fucks, is, presumably. He's a knife, but on a different level, he's still a very cute fuzzy tabaxi that eats souls. Yeah, I mean, you call that a knife? Some people would. <laughs> this is a knife. Sometimes. Under, under the right. If you look at it right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. From the right angle. So do you think we're going to get that Wizards of the Coast sponsorship anytime? <laughs> yeah. We love those wizards. That's what we're gunning for. Begging for the wizards. <laughs> Listen. Got a speed dial to the big wizard. I had to post back all the medals my mother thinks they sent me. So, you know. <laughs> Melt them down. That's so cute. Wait, you had to post back? What? Wait, what? My... My mum thinks I tried to explain to her that the stuff I put on the DMs Guild got some of the bestseller medals. The the you know they put the little medals on to uh, how many copies you yeah. sold. Yeah. But she was then <laughs> under the impression that wizard that wizard 
the wizard from the coast, as she put it, had sent me <laughs> medals. I had gone <laughs> around telling people that I had been sent medals from the wizard of the coast. <laughs> I was like, I can't think. The wizard from the Jurassic Coast. <laughs> oh, it's the most charmingly delightful parental yeah. interpretation. Yeah, thanks. So no, I cannot show you. I can't bring you those medals to show you because you have imagined them. It's not what I was saying. I'd like to show my bridge club, you be. Can, yeah. you, can you let me show them? Alas, no, mother. Anyway, so... Right, so, shall I go and ask, where do we want to, where do we want to attempt this, um, surgery? I think we should practice first. Uh, okay. What am I going to practice on? Well, what's similar? Can we catch a lizard? I was, I was thinking of just, like, get a pumpkin or something and just... A pumpkin? And just see if you could... Am I going to turn it into a coat? No, no just, You're going to do a magic spell on the just, pumpkin? Just, just... Cut, cut a line in the pumpkin. <laughs> okay. So can... with, with a knife. No, with your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Without piercing too far. So you're able so to like, control it on your like making <laughs> Making knives out of unconventional materials. Like Cruz. I think there's a YouTube channel in that. Okay. I love Kiwami. I've forgotten where we are. I am going to Cat's look very hard at the crepe on my plate mm-hmm. and go. And really concentrate. Okay, you're gonna have to roll me something. What are you? What are you using? I think it's probably guile. I'm using books because this is a completely theoretical attempt at something, okay. and I don't really understand what I'm being asked to do. Love it. <laughs> Great. What are you adding to it? This is sick. I am adding minus one. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, that is a thirteen, which I feel that's a, mix a very nailed it, champ. I know, but I feel like 13 is quite a significant number to have rolled on that. Well, that's, that's a <laughs> Numbers mixed... only have the meaning you supply them. That's very true, and I will supply <laughs> this no number with a meaning. But there's no magic in the crepe, so what am I peeling? Well, I think what I happens is... I guess is... you're just learning how to cut with a mind knife. Uh, yeah, surely you, you would want to learn how to shape the magic and use it to slice something, rather than just going, Ah, Findex, your head... I'm going to chop a bit what out if of it's it. Like, yeah, but what if it's like trying to cut bread with a cheese wire? You know, it works on cheese. It's not going to work on bread. <laughs> Won't it? What if I can only cut purple magic with purple magic? Well, can you cut a crap with purple magic? <laughs> well, this is what we're going to find out. As soon as you let me speak, you will. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> so, These unruly in... kids on this fucking <laughs> microphone know, call. Terrible. Uh, so, so you rolled a thirteen, which is a mixed success. So I think because you're trying to like form a mind knife and to cut through something, it's a mixed success. So you're gonna do it, but like with a consequence. So I think what happens is that as you are concentrating, almost kind of like I'm trying to think, maybe from almost like strands of like your your kind of your hair, or maybe like you know like parts of you start to kind of like glow with this purple like magic and you kind of manage to start getting them to coalesce but you can feel almost this kind of um almost like a, like a rushing in your ears which is like you know like when your heart pounds really hard and like you kind of get that woof, woof yeah. in your ears which is 
a little bit reminiscent of that. Yeah, you're kind of like you're kind of like teasing it out, and you do manage to make something that does not look like it's particularly knife shaped, but you try to bring it down toward the crepe, and what happens is that as you push it forward, it hits the crepe and the plate and the table with this absolute shock of magic that splits the crepe, the plate, and the table in half. And the two sides of it just all of your breakfast Sick. falls Fuck. in the middle of the table and everything kind of collapses and there is a big scorch mark kind of on the floor uh, where you kind of did like a laser beam straight through. So you can do it, but that is an incredibly difficult thing to control. See, that, that's why we need practice. And you're also going to take stamina. My knife. Yeah. However, I absolutely feel like I'm completely fine with it now. I'm willing to have a try. I don't want to practice anymore. Uh, you d- that was weird in my head. My, my knife. I don't want to do it too many times. Do we have anything else from Atanas Manor? I'm going to start cleaning up the table. Where's your nice um tankard of cold beverages? I think I gave it to that guy to sell. You know the Fuck. the the guy who actually has magic? The fence you knew? Hafez. Do we should we get that back and get like dispose of it correctly? We we, we could. Hang on, haven't we we've still got like little art treasures and things, but they aren't magical items. You do have you have the book of sleepiness. We've got the book of sleepiness. Let, let, maybe the book of sleepiness. Oh the book of sleepiness. Oh, the book of sleepiness. <laughs> and Taro also has magic cards. I thought my cards were my thing. But, but you found another set of playing cards that were magically enhanced because you could do oh, all these yeah, really you're right. cool tricks. Oh, yeah, you're right. The dice yeah. were my thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have my magic playing cards. Who's Who is who is the proprietor of the bar we're in? Jara. Jara. Jara, what do I do with half a table? <laughs> Jara is not up yet. Uh, Jara has taken to leaving the mornings to Findex. Oh, okay. Well... No worries then. Uh, how's the split? I'll just leave it behind the how's counter. The ta- wait, wait, wait a second. How's the <laughs> table split? Is it is it like a, a laser, just a straight line through, or is it more jagged and rough? It's a pretty straight line through. Yeah, it's scorched though, and it's kind of when you touch it, it's like it's not hot, but you do feel the fizz of magic around it. So it's almost like a magic uh, burn rather than a fire burn. Well, until you said the last bit, I was thinking this is fixable, but no, probably shouldn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Also, what a mess. Nerium, you will take uh, some stamina for that, so uh, you will definitely lose a point of, oh, of yeah. stamina for having done that. I think too, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to do that too many times, because this thing is already eating me, apparently, and that was definitely an accelerated experience. I, I completely agree. I would suggest, however, not operating straight on Findex's skull after that. And not on his skull, but you saw all his clothes have gone funny. Oh, we could take him. Oh, we could practice on clothes. We could yeah. Take... <laughs> I could strip him. <laughs> we could just take the clothes outside. I mean, he'd have to consent, obviously, but like... Take a bit of fabric, take it outside. I mean, I feel like that would be the ideal practice method yeah, for me. Yeah, that, that makes... That's a lot more sensible than the other options we had. <laughs> Did you see where this was going, UV? No, it's incredible. Findex comes back in, um, <laughs> looks over at the three of you, and looks at like the mess on the floor and the half the table shoved behind the bar. It isn't very like, credible at all, you're right. What did you do? <laughs> Little accident. My knife. Sorry. My, my, my knife? It was, it was an accident. 
My, oh. my knife. Okay. Oh, yes, well. that was Taro's knife. Taro's knife. Yes, my knife. Yes. Uh, it, it was a bit sharper than we expected. Yeah. My knife. It's very sharp. That's a powerful knife. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'll clean this up then. That's what they say about Taro. <laughs> very powerful knife. Do they? That's right. Everyone says that now because of the knife that I have. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... I'm, I'm getting a broom. Do you need more breakfast? There's tea everywhere. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I'll broom it. I'll broom it. We'll all lend a hand. I'll go get a mop. I know where they're kept so I can help out. We'll tidy up. Yeah, you clean up. You get the old table out towards the back in the stables where it will be chopped down for firewood and then a new one is taken from somewhere else and pushed in place so you, you fix the place up. We just rearrange it. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's fine. Index no one puts the leg over the scorch mark so nobody can see it. Can't get it out. He tries, but it doesn't come out. So he's like, yeah. oh, okay. Findex, would you like to um, come upstairs uh, with us to... Probably Peleth's room where you're staying. And um we'll kind of explain things when we get there. Okay. Should I bring anything? Nope. Just yourself and your clothes. Yep. Okay. I yes, wasn't going to take them off between here and my friend the Okay. That's yeah, a weird no, what a strange yeah. thing to say. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Why why would uh, I have okay. ever said that? Uh, okay, I'm. Oh, okay, and like he walks up the stairs. He looks now more concerned than he did yep, like a few seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'm so good at that. I I'm would. Sorry. I'd be very concerned to be anywhere near this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we stand in the middle of Pellet's room. Right. Okay, Findex. Um, you're not about to fire me again, are you? No, absolutely okay. not. No, I I want you to have full understanding, or uh, to as far as it is possible, of what we are about to attempt, so that you can give your informed consent or refuse your consent. Um, the hat and the mask, from what we can ascertain, have uh fused. Um being as they are both made of a particularly um unstable and corrosive form of magic which i also have some connection with your clothes may also be part of the this affected by this magic to to the extent that they the, that it may be actually encasing you entirely fairly soon which would not be desirable on any level so because I have a connection to this magic, we are hoping that I will be able to remove these items from you. It seems safest if we start with the clothes. Because <laughs> I don't really want to start anywhere near your head. Finnex, his expression goes from anxious to confused to just absolutely lost. And he's like, but I can... I can take my own yeah. clothes off. Do you should do you want me to do it? I'm sorry. I do. You, he kind of like looks at the three of you. and He's like, "Do you want me to take my clothes off? What's happening? Because <laughs> is it part of the? Do I strip? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, Nat, they do seem like they're more attached than they were previously, don't they? Just take like one off. What? Give us a sock. <laughs> okay. Vindex kind of like 
<laughs> kind of like looking at the three of you, like leads over. Matt, this is very serious. And he pulls <laughs> off like one of his boots. Uh, you can see there's definitely like a little bit of, of resistance. Like he has to like pull it off in a way that you don't think that you would have to, yeah. you know, pull at a boot to get it off. But yeah, he does. Yeah, you noticed that, Findex. I just thought maybe because, you know. It's a bit I, sticky. Well, I just thought maybe, well, I suppose. I just thought maybe I was getting a bit bigger than the than the boots and clothes and stuff. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I ask? Is there any part of this clothing that Findex is wearing that is baggy? I mean, I'll be I'll be honest in my mind, the trousers would be baggier than the top, but uh but yeah. Alright. Alright, so Findex, stand very still. Okay. Pull one side of Findex's trousers out to the side. Mm-hmm. As far as I can. <laughs> away from okay. his hip. Okay. And I, and I fucking attempt to mine knife through the fabric. <laughs> if okay. I can. Can I can I aid? <laughs> yes, how would you like to how would you like to help? You're a focus for the mine knife. <laughs> yes, I I would like to um a- a- attempt to sort of steady Nerim's mind hand. Okay. Thank you. If your sort of magic was kind of like a like a shifting like oh, yeah. thing. And I was just gonna help magically corral it and stabilize it. Yes. Cool. Cool. That's what we do. Make me your rolls. Pray to the gods that you don't cut Findex's leg off. I sure hope you don't cut Findex's leg off. I really hope Right. Uh, books are nimble. Seventeen. Are you, I'm using guile for this um, okay. because okay. I understand it, it a bit more. What I roll, now. I think. So cool. I've rolled a seventeen. Nice. Oh, sick. I, I, I will roll for flavour sake. A sixteen plus <laughs> whatever. So I do help. It's fucking slice that boy's trousers. It's pretty good. Okay, <laughs> so the three of you kind of operate on slightly different levels of magic understanding. Uh, so Narium, you are much more in tune with the kind of corrosive purple magic that is over Finex because that's I'm, very familiar. I'm feeling the prues. You're feeling the prues. Um, and Nat, you are much more kind of like able to understand magic not on like that instinctive level that Nerium has but on a much more kind of like intelligence based like theoretical level so you know how to analytical analytical exactly so you can you can see those differences you can kind of help guide Nerium's uh, mind knife because again like Nerium's hair the flyaways they start to glow purple um, and there's this kind of again coalescence of something and Findex goes okay uh, that's a bit cons- okay is that this is good is this good um, but Taro who is operating on like again a slightly different plane you can kind of feel you're not like in that that layer but you can kind of feel this staticky almost feeling like you can feel that corrosiveness start to kind of build you don't think you're going to be in danger because you're not like trying to inhabit that plane but you're much more in tune with it now so you can kind of feel the effect that nerium is kind of having in this particular space and you're pretty glad to not be in that world right now because it wouldn't have been good so it's a kind it's a kind of mind body spirit separation isn't it yeah definitely so like mind would be nat spirit would be tarot and really gross body would be nerium so what you're saying, it's a body it's a knife. It's a body knife. 
So you manage to bring this down much more carefully. You are the knife much more carefully than with with just yourself earlier because Nat is guiding you. You bring this knife down through that fabric, which is not actually really fabric, and you feel it peel away, you feel it sever away, and you are holding a kind of, for all intents and purposes, looks like a scrap of fabric but you can feel it starting to degrade and disintegrate. Um, and as you are like holding it, it does actually start to kind of almost like shrivel. And you know, like when you put uh, like a fabric that's made of acrylic under a flame and like all the plastic beads, this fabric kind of melts like plastic almost in your hands, beading into these purple drops. I, if the purple drops, are they like liquid or are they turning into solid? Are they, they're kind of, turning into smoke, disintegrating into the air. They kind of like drip, but they don't even hit the floor. They're oh gone good, they're going they away, the they're vanishing. They're going somewhere. Ah, so we can breathe the dead. I'm gonna go... Vaping gets his clothes. And just whoosh it, whoosh it out the door, out the window. Yeah, I'll, I'll open up a window, I'll crack a window. Open a window, get it out, Okay, get keep out. it all well ventilated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a little, a little bottle flies in the room. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Is that? Don't worry about it. Okay, right, I need to focus. Right. What's happening? Why did you cut a bit of my trousers off? Because they're infected with the magic that's made the mask stuck on your face. Okay? Okay. Right. How do we feel I am doing in terms of experience on this? I think you could probably add a little something to your role. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do we want to sedate Findex? <laughs> Is that safe? Oh, Findex, we found this really nice book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Do you? <laughs> Do you actually? Yes. Look, if you're confused, Findex, just... just just have a quick read of this and it'll explain it all. Wait, hang on. Don't we have to ask Findex if he's okay with this first? <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Sure. Ooh, true. <laughs> you were very clear about this earlier. Like we need to, we need informed yeah. consent on this, and then you realised we had a magic sleepy book, and you were like, "Whoa, <laughs> don't worry about that." Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I'm not going to give him the magic sleepy book until I've explained to him what it does. Okay. But he's asleep. And then you won't have to worry about moving, and it will probably be safer. Okay. Um, but you're definitely not going to accidentally cut my head off or anything, right? No, no, of course not. Okay, I do know what. Don't I? I'm. I'll take the book. Definitely, I'll take the book. It's your choice. Well, I would recommend it. And no, no, we should. We should say, Fendex. There is, there is, there is a chance this goes wrong. But I am being watched very carefully, and you are very dear to us, and we are doing our best to help. And also, there's probably a certainty that whatever the mask thing is going on won't be good fairly soon. Yeah, could be worse to leave it. Okay, and he he like turns to look at Tara and he says, "And maybe you could also find me again if it does go terribly wrong. Maybe so. We will all do our best to find you. Yeah, I'll, I can pop <laughs> over. I mean, not pop over. It's more like smaller. It's, it's more than that. But yeah. Okay, I'll take the book. I will definitely take the book. Imagine if Neri kills Fendex. Why do we keep doing surgery? Don't." fucking say that <laughs> all we do is surgery now he opens it and he goes oh i remember we're gonna have to do it Finnex collapsed on the floor he's got one boot off and a big cut out of his trousers <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, it's a hell of a night, isn't it? <laughs> Sleeping peacefully on the floor of Pella's bedroom. What are you doing to prepare for your face? If surgery? I've already got. <laughs> I'll get like a cloth to wipe your brow with. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can use that bit of trout. Oh no, you can't. It disintegrates. Um, I got a real cloth. I'm not getting a goopy, weird purple cloth. Devil cloth. Um, okay, I realise how this is gonna sound, but should we? Okay, I, I am being completely serious here. Should we remove the rest of his clothing? So that that's dealt with, and then do the helmet. That does seem sensible. Because I don't want to deal with his helmet, and then find that the clothes pose a problem afterwards. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So I think I think we have to take his clothes off. Let's gloss over this part. Let's just yeah. say we do the thing. And okay. There's a fucking blanket yep. or a sheet in the room. Yep, the so sheet. obviously we are going to cover him up, yep. having done that, and yep. then. You know, like when you're a, like it's. I, I want to imagine it as like he's he's. We put it on Pellet's bed, like kind of a spa treatment. He's got a towel over him that's nice and comfy, and I'm gonna stand at the head of the bed, <laughs> put my hands on his temples in a very relaxing oh. kind of. We're giving you a cranial massage, kind of. Just put some cucumber on his eyes. <laughs> Prepped him for surgery. So Nat and Taro, what are you doing? I'm standing by with a dabby head cloth in case you're sweaty. Okay. Good. I'm going to be collimating Nerim's magic. I'll crack the window, though. Okay, yep. Cool. Now, it's worth bearing in mind that we have had a night's sleep, so I now have my fate mm. point back. Ah, that's so, useful. Very good. Yeah. Good. <sighs> so, suddenly, at about sort of like half nine, ten a.m., the room is very, very tense. It all looks really weirdly out of place because you are standing around Findex, who is currently kind of trapped in the magical body of Captain Mayhem, who is peacefully slumbering on uh, Pallet's bed, covered in a towel. The window has been cracked open. Uh, there is a little glass bottle that is still kind of like flying around a bit. Um, and the three of you are getting ready to try and remove the mask of Findex. So make me your rolls. God, I don't like it. I, this, oh. Nat 20. Um, okay, the good. Assist. Okay. Okay. Very that, good. What is that, like plus two? 13. That's plus two. That's plus two. 14, 15, 16? That's Does a that success. Does that go into a success? That, that's success. a success. Okay. Yes. 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 Oh. Oh. It's a success. Oh. You did it. You did it. Okay. So... Describe this. This is going to be the. This is this is the end of this episode. Describe this. What happens? Because you succeed. I have my hands on his temples, and I'm just sort of massaging gently and going happy thoughts, happy thoughts. And I think I'm going to dig my fingers downwards because there are like tendrils coming down from this down his cheeks and onto his throat mm -hmm. and everything and I'm going to run my fingers down those purple tendrils and then draw them back very slowly and I think the purple comes back with my fingers whether or not it gets absorbed mm -hmm. into my fingers of course is entirely up to the DM or whether or not it peels away and falls harmlessly onto the floor where it disintegrates into dust and is swept out of the window by the little flying bottle I don't know. Maybe that's what happens. But I'm going to do that sort of drawing my hands across his face upwards and just sort of 
breathing deeply, very calmly, breathing deeply. Sweet dreams, Frindex. I think that's got all of it. There we go. And Nat, what are you doing to to help with this? Because you got a Nat 20 on yours, so what are you doing to aid here? I'm imagining Nerium's fingers, in a way, or like Nerium's magic, to be kind of like a blowtorch. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm using my magic to just shrink the size of the blowtorch. And so it can be more precise. Just sort of... Cool. Very nice. You start kind of peeling back this purple and it's almost like you are lifting it out of nothing because it does kind of become visible once Nerium's managing to kind of like, you know, cut it, scrape it, peel it off him where where you couldn't really see it before. Um, and you can feel that the, the magic that surrounds him starts to kind of disintegrate, to kind of like melt as you are pulling it back bit by bit. And as you finally get it like over kind of like the back of his head, it does drop to the ground. And what drops to the ground is this kind of almost ghoulish like 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 the head of, of a mannequin type thing that looks like Axon, but kind of also with a cap like on the back of it. Ew. And its face is like distorted in this like screaming Ew. angry face. And all of you kind of hear this like little like almost like a ringing bell that sounds like his kind of final shrieks when he became unraveled uh, back in the fallen city and as it kind of falls to the ground it hits it shatters into all these millions of pieces like that broken glass in the in the memory zone that you were all in and Findex just is suddenly again a six foot lizard (gasps) lying completely asleep on the bed that is the end of the story of the great Glatsby. <laughs> Christ! <laughs> <laughs>